Warning, the stories you're about to hear are detailed accounts of shenanigans, pranks, and some mistakes that are meant to replicate the sort of discussions that veterans have when they reunite over a cold beverage and do not depict the professional daily actions of the military at large. We hope to make you laugh, but not to disrespect our proud men and women in uniform. Listener discretion is advised. Camo Comedy, where we take a humorous look at the lighter side of military service. We got a big show for you today, but before we jump into it, if you like what we're doing here, give us a subscribe, give us a follow, whatever they call it on your podcasting platform. And while you're at it, give us a five-star rating, write us a review, as that makes us more relevant in the algorithm and boosts the overall visibility of the show. But word-of-mouth advertising is just oh so powerful, so if you tell some friends, I will love you forever. Okay, let's jump into the show. I am your host, Aaron Wolf. Joining me again today is the great, the powerful... Call sign Cheeks. Cheeks, welcome back, buddy. It's always a blast to have you in studio. Woo! Fuck, you're excited to be here today, man. <laughs> I'm always it. excited to be here. Remember, folks, spread cheeks, not hate. That's good advice to live by, honestly. I mean, you can't hate when you're spreading cheeks. You can't. Fucking A. Well, are you ready for my first story? I'm always ready. All right, so this one dates back to the 1980s, right? This happens in Europe, and we have two American GIs. We're going to go ahead and call them Frankie and Eric, and there is one local European lady. We're going to go ahead and call her Patricia. Can we call her Patty for short? Yeah, we'll call her Pat. Patty Cakes? Patty's smacking the patties whatever anyway so we got patty we got frankie and we've got eric okay now it's important to note in this particular area of europe there was a lot of petty crime so there was a custom when ladies would come into a bar they would go ahead and they would turn their purse or their bag whatever they would carry Mm -hmm. on them over to the bartender to kind of keep behind the bar that way you kind of prevent pickpockets and and people like that right so this happens during the american gi's downtime which nothing good ever happens in gi's downtime no that's why they keep people busy all the time because (laughs) shit like this comes up so wait for it check this out man so you got frankie and eric and they're having a couple drinks just enjoying themselves as young guys do. And by the way, these are low enlisted guys. They're probably late teens, early 20s at best. It's important to note that, right? So they are sitting over by the bar and walks Patricia, right? And she gets up on a bar stool to hand over her purse to the bartender. And if you can imagine this, she's got like, you know, shins and knees down on the bar stool and she kind of is leaning over and sticks her very voluptuous, nice European ass (laughs) in Frankie's face, right? Frankie acting on impulse here, by the way, we're not condoning this, leans over and just goes nomp and bites her right on her ass. With with his mouth? Yes, with his mouth. No, okay, with his foot. (laughs) Of course with his mouth. Oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> so, and we're not condoning this this kind of behavior. No. But what follows is really funny, right? So, Frankie just gets a nice mouthful and there's a guy that's, you know, several seats down the bar goes nuclear. Turns out that this is Patricia's boyfriend, oh. right? He goes nuclear and rightfully so. Yeah. Right? Reasonable. 
So about four other guys stand up with this other guy that's pissed, <laughs> and he's yelling at him in whatever local European language it was. Yeah. It was not English. So Eric is like, oh, fuck, man. My buddy just stepped in it. I got to back him up because what are you going to do? It's, yeah. it's five on one. If he gets in it in the mix, it's at least kind of evening out the odds. Now it's a, a, a five on two. Oh, yeah, that's your battle, buddy, man. It's got to be your ride or die. So, Which it sounds like they're going to die. <laughs> Well, so check this out. Eric is like, you know what? I got to start thinning the herd here. We're far outnumbered. He just throws a wild sucker punch from hell, and all he sees is floor, ceiling, wall, bam. (laughs) And he is just getting fucked up. Doesn't even know what's going on, right? It turns out that they just picked a fight with what turns out to be an Olympic European judo champion team. Oh, no. And they are getting their asses Kick. So Florida- it's not only it's not only the fact that they are outnumbered, but they also picked a fight with people who really know what they're doing. Yeah. And they just got fucked up. And look, you know, Frankie, obviously, we're not condoning his behavior. He no. did the wrong thing. Well, he deserves yeah. to get his ass kicked. This is street justice. This is instant karma, whatever you want to call it, right? So right about that same time, the bartender, he was a local guy. He's waving his arms. He's saying, enough of this, enough of this. Yeah, hey, You know, he takes everybody, including Patricia, all the American GIs, the, the Olympic judo champion team. <laughs> they all go off to one side and you say, hey, you owe them an apology, pointing at the American GIs, everything yeah. like this buy him around they they were he was kind of he was kind of the middleman that was facilitating you know the de-escalation of this problem mediating this judo team from putting these people in the hospital (laughs) yeah so i picture i picture who is it eric that got thrown is that what you said yes eric got his ass kicked dragging the floor and then the wall (laughs) and the ceiling as he's getting just absolutely destroyed well it, it was pretty bad so the way they described it is when i was interviewing these guys they described it as you could tell the judo team was even holding back because they could have really hurt them and it was lucky that the bartender kind of stepped in was like hey we're going to de-escalate this kind of stuff because you know like everybody he had had a good rapport with both sides of this encounter so the american gis that would come in including eric and frankie like they were you know fairly good aside from this night yeah and then you know the 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 judo guys that are coming in like they were pretty good people so it was just like listen i'm we're happy to report though they had a good outcome to this after everything de-escalated and and drinks were passed back and forth both ways. Uh, Patricia got her apology. It's important to note that yeah. too. She got an apology from Frankie and they were all able to, they were in the local area for about another year or something like that. So they they were remained friendly and, and oh, things of this. Good. They actually kind of became fairly close yeah, after this whole thing. There was a hierarchy established. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, you're just like, hey, you're going to show some motherfucking respect. Yeah. We don't care who you are or who you're with. Like this is not the conduct that we expect. You don't no, get to <laughs> nom nom on Patty Cake's ass as she's trying but to stop it, petty crime. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is good to see that people got their hilarious comeuppance like instantly instantaneously you yeah. just happen to do the wrong thing to the wrong person you got what you had coming man maybe it was to the right person because they got taught a fucking lesson fuck yeah they should respect after that and and by the way we just want to note we don't condone no any kind of harassment sexual or otherwise Harris. so if you get harassed if you're harassing stop doing then you that. absolutely should get your ass kicked stop saying harris do you think i should get my ass kicked for saying harris I, i'm gonna kick your ass for saying harris <laughs> i will spank your tits fuck you <laughs> Let's <laughs> spank my tits. <laughs> yes. 
Potato, uh, pot- potato, potato, potato. Right. I mean, I can I can pronounce things the way I like to pronounce them. You know what I'm talking. Everybody in the audience knows what I'm talking about. I'm a shirt that says you. I was harassed. Hair. H a i r. Harassed. A s s e d. Harassed. Yes. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> I. You are harassing me right now about the way I talk. What's the country of origin? It is America, bitch. <laughs> All right. So speaking of hierarchies, all right, yeah, leads us into the next story. Yeah, this is a basic training story, which are always the best. So we have uh, lights out, right? Everybody knows that lights out in basic training. Like your time is not yours, okay? Right. They'll give you time. I think nowadays they give you your your phone time, right? But back before, I think it was in the '90s. So back then yeah. it was uh, it was like yeah. letter time, right? Definitely so you, legit. Yeah. yeah. So you you'd sit down and you'd write your letters, and you were given an allocated amount of time for for doing that. Okay. It wasn't like right. once once it's times up, it's times up. When it's lights out, it's fucking lights out. It's time to time to go to sleep. Okay, your time in basic training is not your own. No, it's not like you can just say, "Hey, I'm going to stay up tonight. I'm going to write a letter home." They literally will dictate to you everything that you do, including sleep time, yes. including what time you're going to have your meals, whether you can or cannot have snacks, all of that stuff. Well, everything is considered to be a privilege. This was after lights out, and uh, there's this guy. He's like, "Oh, you know what? Fuck it. It's lights out. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull my little my notepad out, and I'm gonna start writing my letter home." Rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. Everybody thinks they're gonna get away with it. Yeah, they never do. What's the harm, man? Like, I'm just gonna you know I'm just gonna write down on a, a little pad. Like, uh, you know, nobody's got to know anything. Fuck you. Like well, somebody gonna, knew something. Yeah. <laughs> so he's sitting there. He's writing his letter, right? Right. And then all of a sudden he gets a, a flashlight in his face and he's he's thinking that this is like the fire guard or the platoon yeah. died or something okay. like that. So and just looks, a, a fellow basic trainee. Right. Just to, yeah, because you've got a fire guard that's know. walking around and they'll be like, hey, go go back to sleep. Right. Well, he looks at this light and he goes, hey, don't you think you should get that fucking light out of my face? Oh, no. <laughs> well, there is an exchange back and forth between the two and the, the, okay. the soldier realized that he was talking to the drill sergeant, right? Uh-huh. Well, the light's obviously still on, and then another person from down the way okay. goes, hey, yeah, why don't you cut that fucking light off? Oh, God. So the drill sergeant responds, who the fuck said that? Yeah. A third soldier <laughs> from across the other way, like across the kill zone, the center spot you're not allowed to go to. Yeah. Only drill sergeant's allowed to walk there. Well, across the kill zone, you hear, your mom did. Now cut that fucking light off so she can finish blowing me. <laughs> Just a string of all kinds of different rookie mistakes happening, just one after the next. This can't end well. So, of course, the, the original soldier in the bed is just mortified because he knows the shitstorm that's about to start. Oh, no. Right? It's so, all his fault because he wanted to write a fucking letter. Right, because it's not his time. Well, the drill sergeant reestablishes this hierarchy, and he's yeah. like, all right, well, we're going to learn whose time's whose right now. Takes right. them all out of bed, smokes the dog shit out of them for oh, yeah. probably 45 minutes to an hour. And this Guaranteed. is like when you're supposed to be asleep, right? In basic training, you fall asleep sleep immediately you imagine the people that were minding their own motherfucking business doing what they're supposed to do like why the fuck are we getting woke up right well they get the shit smoked out of them and then the drill sergeant's like all right back to bed motherfuckers good luck (laughs) (laughs) yeah because that's gonna make that's gonna make for a really easy time to just drift right back off oh yeah after you have a hard workout and get screamed at the best (laughs) right so bro there's no segue for this one so i'm just gonna dive right into it send it let me set the table here all right, so this story that we have for you here is about 20 years old plus. It's an army story, and it takes place between two main characters that we're going to call Scary Terry, <laughs> and we're going to call Steve. Steve. Right? And Scary Terry is an E5. He's a sergeant. And Steve is an E3, right? So, and it's also important to under, understand 
the physique of each one of these people because it comes into play here. In I a assume bit. Scary Terry's probably like six foot five and three hundred pounds of beef. You're close. <laughs> Scary Terry looks a lot like Frankenstein's monster. Oh, he's about six foot four, six foot five, about 230, 240 pounds, right? And he is not a lot of fat, right? I wouldn't say he's like perfect physique, but he's he's a he's a buff dude, right? Yeah. Like he's nobody to fuck with. Now, Steve is about. <laughs> 155 pounds, you know, he's average height, about 5'9", 5'10", something like that. Nothing to sneeze at, but he's a younger dude. Just a little fella. Scary Terry is also a man of, like, early 30s, maybe 33, 34, and Steve (laughs) is, like, early 20s, right? So it's important to establish all this kind of stuff. The other thing to, to establish here, too, Scary Terry only looks scary. He's actually a really nice guy, right? Got a lot of things going for him, would do anything for you. The one little ding that you could have with Scary Terry is he is a talker, uh, right? Now, Steve. Steve. Also a nice guy. Steve. It's fun to say it like that. It is. This guy, what are we going to say here? Like, he's just a kid. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, he's just an average guy. Nice, nice, nice young man for the most part, right? Not very so, seasoned as a human. <laughs> not, not seasoned or anything like that. He's a young dude. And these guys are working uh, shift work together and they're sitting a post for at least 12 hours a night, right? And they were working night shifts. So all this is important to kind of lay out right at the outset here, right? So as I said before, Scary Terry is a, t- a fucking talker and yeah. he literally will filibuster the entire night. He'll talk about his dog. He'll talk about what kind of chew he likes. He'll talk about baseball, whatever. He just moves from one topic to the next. Now, it's not like he's offensive. It's not like he is is doing anything, but it's just from the time you would shake hands at the beginning of the night to the time you turned everything in at the end of the night when you're sitting a post in a small, confined space, he is talking, right? So Steve is, he's posted with this guy constantly, right? And he kind of does an eye roll. Like, again, he's a nice enough guy, but you're just like, man, like a long time we can talk and it'd be engaging and interesting for a couple of hours. But then there's a, you know, after a while, you just kind of want to be and focus on trying to stay awake. Eight to 12 hours of listening to somebody talk is a long time. Yes. And if if Scary Terry has a flaw, it's that, is that he doesn't know how to read the room and understand like, (laughs) hey, when it's time to maybe back off a little bit, you have a little private time, whatever. But Scary Terry was known to just filibuster the entire- Everyone knows this guy. Oh, yeah. So Steve- Steve. Sitting on post, and it's probably the fifth, sixth, seventh night in the row that he sat with this guy on post in a confined space. And he notices that they, they let, we'll say for the sake of the, the story, they take post at like 8 p.m., mm-hmm. right? So right around like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, they're several hours into their shift. The Z monster is attacking Steve. He leans back and he dozes off for maybe about five minutes. Oh, and then he no. wakes up. Ah! And he realizes that for the last five, 10 minutes that he's been dozed out. Scary Terry has just been talking and didn't even care if he was answering him or anything else like this. Yes. And I'm happy to report that Steve gave way to his intrusive thoughts. Oh. He pushes back from his desk. He stands up. He dips down a little bit because it does a nice little twist at the waist and slaps Scary Terry right across his motherfucking mouth. What? Right? <laughs> 
God. So Steve, Steve, three, yes, wakes up from his nap. He goes frustrated. He's like, "What the fuck? This guy doesn't even know if I'm answering. He is just talking to talk." (laughs) And he had thought about this because this was his boss. He had thought about smacking him Uh right across his motherfucking mouth. Every night that he like it, it would yeah. get about this time, and Steve gave in to his intrusive thoughts that night oh and smacked God. Scary Terry right across his motherfucking mouth. Now, it's important to note, Scary Terry, like I said, he would talk about chew, so he would always have a big wad in his mouth at oh. all times. So, after he fucking got slapped, <laughs> Scary Terry sitting there with his eyes wide open, his mouth wide open, half of the dip had been like popped like a zit and gone over his face and onto the wall, and he's got one string of drool that's just dangling from his lower lip all the way down to the floor. Nothing makes sense. He didn't see this coming. He was straight bitch slapped. <laughs> By this young kid that he thought they were cool with. And and it takes like a nine Mississippi for anything to click about what the fuck just happened. I was in the middle of my story, man. Yeah, he was talking about baseball. He was talking about whatever. Smack. All of a sudden, he just fucking got slapped. And I mean, you can imagine, like if you get caught off guard like that... Nothing makes sense. No. Again, I'll remind you of these two very different physiques. Right? <laughs> oh, that's right. So, <laughs> nine Mississippi goes by. Scary Terry's response? <laughs> and he just, he does like a half squat. His arms are at his side. His elbows are bent about a 45 degree angle. And his his hands go out. He scoops Steve <laughs> behind his knees and then a- a- at his back, folds him in half, still going, ah! And he walks outside and he dumps Steve ass first into a 55-gallon brute plastic trash can on wheels. Boom. His feet and his hands are sticking out of the top of this. And by the way, there's trash in there. So he was, I mean, he's stuck. And, and, and Scary Terry's still yelling. At this point, he just did like, he did like Braveheart style fucking war face, you know, like, just like not even know, like, okay, how the fuck, and then, then now like reality's coming in. He's like, how the fuck are you just going to slap me like that motherfucker? Like, you know, I'll remind you of your rank and this and that, right? How are you going to fucking slap me like that motherfucker? So he was saying all this while he's in the trash can. Yeah, he was talking. hands up. No, 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 no. So Scary Terry is yelling at the E3, how the fuck are you just going to slap me like that motherfucker oh. right and he he's just like sergeant you talk too much oh no <laughs> he's like you could fucking just say so now it's important to note that this ended here right like yeah. this this uh could have gone any number of different bad ways luckily they had a good enough rapport so like there could be article and 15s involved there could be reprimands all this kind of stuff like that but the way that scary terry decided to to handle this is you can get yourself out of the motherfucking trash can <laughs> right? right so steve he had to wallow around quite a bit falls over right <laughs> tilts the thing over and then if you can imagine like a hermit crab he's trying to like move his way out of this fucking trash can uh, and he's trapped i mean he was trapped for a good like five minutes or something like that yes. rolling back and forth all the while scary terry's talking shit like that's what you get <laughs> motherfucker like you could just say so of course he's still talking right so they kind of called that even steven like you know scary terry was aware that people had said like i talk too much yeah 
Steve gave into his intrusive thoughts like oh. that, which I can't condone, but it is funny. Oh, it's real funny. So, um, and, and like you say, especially when it ends on like somewhat of a positive note. Yeah. When when I was talking to this young gentleman, he would kind of throw his hand out in front of his, you know, just kind of like a Frenchman's wave and go, "Worth it," because right? <laughs> <laughs> he was he became a legend. Yeah, for, for smacking the shit out of his boss. Now again, I mean, I imagine a lot of people in the audience probably are, are thinking about like, I would have liked to pimp slap my boss at some point in time. Don't do it. Don't do it. It never ends well. This one is the exception to the rule, which is why it's funny. But if you do it, make sure you email us <laughs> <laughs> from jail. Yeah. <laughs> from jail <laughs> oh, oh man. so speaking of jail so basic training is kind of like jail <laughs> a little bit yeah the next story is another basic training story for you oh yeah so <laughs> why are you taking your pants off <laughs> because it's funny it is funny we have to make we have to make things laugh i like we have it to, yeah make things laugh <laughs> <laughs> to make people laugh. All right, I love so you. speaking of jail, basic training is kind of like jail, right? It is. Where like none of your times yours, we already established that. Well, lights out, everybody's asleep. Some uh, some right. soldier comes by, nudges his, his buddy. He's like, hey, like, nudges him <laughs> on the shoulder. Hey, this never goes well. No, and you can't be loud. You have to like nudge people. Where, right. Psst, hey. Yeah. So this guy rolls over. He's like, what the fuck are you waking me up for? And all he sees is this glowing orange disc. All right. All right. And he's like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Okay. So he kind of he kind of gets a little bit closer to it, examining it, trying to figure out what it is. Yeah. And all he hears is, E.T., phone home. Like, all right. What is this? E.T. And this is important enough to wake somebody up in basic training? Phone home. <laughs> So he, he gets close enough and he realizes that this guy took like a mini mag light right. and stuffed it up underneath his nutsack All right. and stretched his sack skin over top of this light. And that's the orange disc that he's looking at. So this dude's... <laughs> this guy's, what a dick. This guy's nudged out of bed. He just hears E.T. phone home and he's nosed a nutsack at this point. trying to woke me up yeah. to show me that you stretched your fucking nutsack skin <laughs> over the lens of a mini mag light? Is that really what you're waking me up for? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh man, that's amazing. Yeah. See, this is see, this is why I love basic training stories because you never know what you're gonna get. Ever. Um, and I would also like to know what lady basic training is like. You know, it, it, did women ever stretch their pussy lips over the lens of a mini <laughs> mag light to light it up and be like, "Hey, check out what I can do." Where do you I can shove become the light? A lamp. <laughs> <laughs> I can become a lamp. <laughs> I mean, these are the these are the uh, answers to questions that we really need. Yeah, you know, the, ladies, or these are the your... questions that we really need to be uh, answering right, right here. You send know us I mean? your stories, ladies. Fuck yeah, fuck you, fuck me. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Thanks for checking out the Camo Comedy Show podcast. If you like what we're doing here and you want to participate in this community, there are many different ways that you can contribute. First and foremost, tell somebody about the show. Word of mouth advertising is very powerful, and we really appreciate you for helping us out. 
If you have any funny military stories of your own or know somebody who does, with their permission, of course, you can contribute those stories via email at stories at camocomedy.com. That's stories, S-T-O-R-I-E-S, at C-A-M-M-O-C-O-M-E-D-Y dot com. Or if you're not too good at the internets, drop us a voicemail at area code 531-222-6146. That's area code 531-222-6146. That's right. We're giving away our phone number. We want funny military stories from all eras. So if you're not from a generation that's heavily online, we don't want there to be a barrier for participation. We have a lot of big plans for this show and building this community to support veterans. We will announce here soon. So stay tuned. All right. I'm going to go have a nice spicy bowl of chili. Later. Thank you.